At 1 p.m. HST, I know where I will be. Ukulele Underground Podcast for you and me. Aldrin and Erin and Kahai. And maybe Magic Mike or a guest on the fly. Ukulele Underground Podcast. Now here's the guys. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Ukulele Underground Podcast. My name is Aldrin Guerrero. Joined by these two fine gentlemen, Mr. Aaron the Voice Nakamura. Say what's up, Aaron. What's up? And Mr. Kahai the Legend Ferguson. Say what's up, Kahai. What's up? So you're gonna hear some noises because I'm I'm sucking on a Ricola because I don't want the the events from last week to happen where I was coughing like every five minutes. So I'm gonna do a little preemptive Ricola. You know, it's gonna kind of sound weird in the beginning, but I hopefully throughout the show it's gonna be nice and smooth, right, Kai? Yeah. Unless you need to, you take more Ricola. <laughs> Just double yeah, down on so. it. <laughs> You're just gonna hear small noises throughout the show instead of big noises every five minutes. Yeah, right? It's just like <laughs> you just hear. Yeah. yeah. Num, 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 num. <laughs> <laughs> right on guys welcome to the ukulele on the ground podcast uh i'm aldrin that's aaron that's kahai we're going to be here we're going to be answering all your questions so if you have any questions ask us right away because we'll get to your questions i'll try to answer your questions as best as i can these two guys will come in with their two cents and uh yeah we'll come in with, with a super answer just for you right kahai mm-hmm so, gentlemen, uh, do we have any questions left over from uh, from last week that, that we didn't get to, Kai? Because I know we had a what, like a like, cliffhanger. Uh, like a cliffhanger yeah. question last week. Go ahead. Uh, yeah, we, we did have that question, but I, I also wanted to uh, do something before we get to that. Yeah. Uh, so we haven't been talking about it, but we have the song challenge, right? Mm. And we didn't really set a deadline for the song challenge. Okay. So I figured uh, maybe we can do that and remind everybody that, you know, uh, to submit your songs and stuff too. Okay. Yeah. So next week, I guess, because we did it what, like three weeks ago? Uh, yeah, I think so. I think yeah. it was around three weeks ago. So let's just do it for next week. Let's, um, <laughs> let's... I don't have anything. <laughs> yeah, me neither, but whatever. Now that one I know, now that, one... <laughs> yeah, now that it's due next week, we'll just do it next week because I don't want to do it two weeks from now because we might have a guest. And I don't want to do it three weeks from now because we might have that guest on that week. <laughs> you know, like, oh, yeah. so it just, it just depends. Um, so it's not you know like i guess we could talk about it like uh where we're trying to we're trying to book a guest for sometime this month maybe like at the end either um the, the week before or the last week of september where we're trying to get joe souza on our on our little podcast to talk ukulele to talk ukulele shop to talk ukulele building uh any kind of luthier questions that you guys may have that's the time to ask them so if you guys are into building ukuleles or want to know a certain thing about building ukuleles, you can definitely uh, email us, right, Kahai, at this email, maybe, perhaps, this one over here. Uh, no. <laughs> it was not ready to do over there. Oh, uh, yeah, I was looking for Oh, there it is, there, yeah, this, <laughs> uh, this one. Well, uh, oh, no, no, wait, no, that's that one. This, yeah. questions? Yeah. Questions. <laughs> questions at ukuleleonthegrown.com. Feel free to ask us any qu- kind of question there. Like I said, we're going to have Joe Souza in a couple weeks, two, three weeks, sometime this month. Yeah, we're going to have uh, we're gonna have Joe come in. I've been working with Joe for a long time, you know, on, on ukuleles. We've, uh, you know, we built ukuleles together. I've helped design the ukuleles and he built it. I don't want to say that I built <laughs> yeah. ukuleles. I did not touch them at all um 
and it's uh, you know it's it's been really 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 uh, it's been a huge pleasure actually and it's it's kind of like a huge privilege to be able to you know to work with Joe on some amazing projects um, so we'll talk about those uh, when he comes in you know in more detail but a lot of uh, a lot of the like the a lot of Connie Leia's features you know like we worked on together so we can we can talk about that it's gonna be awesome man I'm I'm looking forward to it. Joe's Joe's a good friend of mine. We're, we're such good friends like when we first started um you know i'll, I'll ask him like, when, he, when we get him on the podcast this when we like when i first started being a kindly artist i would just call him like all the time we just talk with Kula, like on the phone he's like yeah. a married man like at like eight nine o'clock talking to <laughs> an, another because i just had so much questions and Josue is the kind of guy who will like talk to you for hours yeah. you know like and um and it was, you know, it was, was kind of... You didn't even have to ask him questions. Yeah, yes, he'll exactly. Talk. He'll just tell you things, you know? So it was cool. Like, uh, I think we were talking so much at one point. Like, he got a new phone. And you know the, that, like, that plan back in the day where you have, like, five friends and you have, like, unlimited talking text between five friends? I was one of his five friends <laughs> that he had unlimited minutes with. And, uh, and yeah, we we talked so much with Kulala. We, you know, we've hung out. He's, like, he's like, a, like a father to me, you know? Like I, I call him my, uh, uh, what do I, what do I call him? Like uh, Uncle Daddy or an Auntie Mommy. Like um, Joe and Kristen, they're like they're, they're family to me, really. Like um, not just Joe and Kristen, the boys are also family to me, and pretty much a lot of the people that work at Kanilea, I consider. You know my close ukulele family so it's it's time i don't know why we haven't had him on any earlier it's not like you know it's not like i don't have a direct connection with him or like a direct line to like hey joe you want to come in the podcast real quick i don't know why just never thought about it until now so like let's just get joe on and i think people would i would want to hear all the things that he has to say about building ukuleles and about these projects that we've started um we're gonna be talking about this ukulele and all the features like like this awesome little armrest and stuff. Um, you know this uh, school of bevel. Like we're we're gonna be talking about that. And, like the significance of Brazilian rosewood and how I took all the stashes for myself. <laughs> like we'll we'll talk about all that good stuff. So look forward to a future episode in in the near future with Joe Souza. Be fun. This yeah, yeah this is uh, definitely the episode where like I I think sometimes we kind of talk about you know like oh builders make it for this yeah. reason or this but yeah. then we're like but we're now not at the time <laughs> we're not builders yeah. yeah yeah but joe is the one to ask so, yeah yeah i have built an ukulele but i have not built a kanileo ukulele like i don't want that kind of responsibility <laughs> you know but i have built a uke before um but i'm not gonna say like oh, yeah i've built ukes before like i'm an actor i know what i'm doing and stuff it's like <laughs> you've, you've had input on yeah not like sanded it down and cut it and stuff and all that you know, all that good stuff but, but not kanileo not kanileo no and i've only had inputs yeah, yeah, you, in uh, yeah. kanileo ukuleles and we'll reveal those inputs uh, like that, that i've had a <laughs> have had a part of like you know it's like the like the, what is the ralph ralph wiggum i helped <laughs> <laughs> i told him you should use this one and then use lacquer on it like, yeah we'll do that definitely <laughs> Yay, I helped. We'll, we'll do our regular UV finish. <laughs> and, then like, and then as soon as I left the building, like, we're not doing that, right? Yeah. <laughs> but it should be fun. It should be fun. I'm, I'm, I'm looking forward to it. And, you know, not just like like building-wise, but I don't know. We've got to have them back because we have so much stuff. Like, yeah. we've 
traveled together, traveled the world together. We, you know, we've been to. Um, he was there. He was the guy holding the camera and filmed when I proposed to my wife. Like he's like family. Mm-hmm. So there's like so much stuff that uh, that Joe and I can talk about. So I'm, I'm pretty excited. I think like he's up there in the uh, you know in, in like the Jake Shibabukuro category of like man I can't wait to have this person on the pod because <laughs> yeah. like I know this person personally and we have so much to you know that, that I would like to talk about on the pod just yeah. to have things on in, in not in writing but like you know, in, in record and stuff it'd be, it'd be nice it'd be nice right Kai? <laughs> yeah Yoda brought up to you like mm-hmm. uh, about how he said you can also ask Joe about his quote first and the big island too yeah and there's like yeah there's- Damn, we're definitely gonna talk about that like okay. that's that's a guarantee. We're I gonna think, talk about the ranch. We're gonna talk, talk, talk about all that stuff. Yeah, I think this this episode is probably gonna be one like like the Craig and Sarah one, right? Where mm-hmm. we're, we're going and then we're like, we just we're, we we got to end because of the time, but like we yeah. want to have you back on yeah. anyways because there's just so much more that we want to talk to yeah. you about. And then like after the uh, you know after the cameras like stop rolling, that's when we talk about the real stuff, right? Guys, for the U plus plus members, right? <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. That's where we get to the good stuff, you know. Yeah. <laughs> but right on, guys. Welcome to uh, Ukulele on the Ground podcast. Yeah, we are live, so we have a live chat. Type in the chat when you guys, you know, if you guys have a question or anything like that, we will answer any questions that were brought to us over uh, over email, over the uh, UU Plus forums, or uh, however we may, we may get them. We try to answer it as best as we can. Hi, what is the cliffhanger from last week? Uh, again, before we get to that, mm. oh, that's right. I, I just no, yeah, like, no, no, show uh, mode. <laughs> I, I left the the email up on the screen because mm. I saw I saw somebody ask if we saw their song mm. in the YouTube comments, mm. but I don't know where they sent it to. So like, for anybody who's trying to submit a song for the song challenge to, and you're not a UU Plus member, this is like use the questions at Ugalo Underground. Yes, email. Okay. That goes directly to Kahai. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Kahai checks. We can one. sort it. Yeah. Yeah. So if you want to, that's Kahai's personal email, I guess, right? <laughs> like yeah. people want to talk to you and stuff, like just to say like what's up or hi or whatever. Like I don't have a question. I just wonder how your day was, Kai. <laughs> yeah. I hope you're having a good day. You know, like if you don't think no one's listening to you or whatever. This this one person does. There is a. I think I'm you, write that email now. <laughs> well, I think uh, the last time you right. told people to do that, I yeah. did get a couple. Oh, of really? Emails. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they'll they'll listen. They'll, they'll They're them. like, how do you how do you take all dream being so mean to you sometimes? <laughs> like like nice mean. Like, I'm not like mean mean, but it's like overly nice sometimes. Like, are you, are you okay? <laughs> like. I tap the microphone two times if if you're if you're a prisoner there or whatever. I'm gonna make this microphone sound like a rattle. Morse code. So anything else, Kai? No, I just wanted to get that. Good, good, good. I saw that comment. I saw that comment, and I didn't know what they were talking about. So please send it to us. Questions at Ukula on the ground. Yep. Okay. Yeah. Let's let's go. Let's let's dive right into it. What is? I believe it was Jim's question. Yeah. What was the question? Uh, it was about double courses below, right? Yes. And so double strings. Uh, we answered uh most of his questions last week, but then the so he called this one the juicy question. The juicy. Are are there techniques for playing finger picking style over the double strings? 
Uh, for example, do you pick one string, pick both? I find picking the double string is jarring against the single strings and try to play the cleaner sound of the low G on a single course of Galoa. Uh, the answer is yes and no. And, and I'm going to explain <laughs> and I'm gonna explain this. Um, you can, you know, like pick off the one string if that's, you know, if, uh, if you're going for that one string sound. But I guess in that case, just play a four string ukulele you know you're yeah. playing an eight string ukulele or a multi uh, multi-string ukulele so you get that multi-string sound that's like kind of playing a 12 string guitar and trying to play like uh, you yeah, know an individual hard. string yeah it's because tough it can be done multiple strings per course yeah then they're they're set close together close. for yeah. a purpose so that yeah. you can play them at the same time yeah if and, you try to play like a single string right it's probably or it's not probably but it's gonna be softer than mm -hmm. like and if you try to play it louder then you're probably gonna end up hitting both strings anyways yeah so, yeah, yeah. yeah you'd have to like if you're gonna pick you'd have to get your nail in between the yes strings, i was gonna say yeah. i've tried that it can but then it's just so much trouble that it's, <laughs> that it's worth honestly and uh i i'm gonna you know i'm gonna say a story because um uh because it pertains to this particular question there was this one time um my my friend Kaniho, he's the guy who plays bass with the face tattoo and stuff. Uh, he's a he's a huge Kalei Gamiao fan. <laughs> like he uh, he likes Kalei and he likes that song "Kiss from a Rose" that Kalei's done. Yeah. So uh, there's that one time I think when when Kalei came down for the um for the retreat and um. And I think I was driving him around and I'm like, I got to take you to my friend Kanijo's house because he would trip, you know, like uh -huh. he would trip out because he's a huge Clay fan. And we surprised him and he's like, what? Clay's in my house. <laughs> and then he's like, Clay, like, I'm going to, you know, if you could, if you could indulge me, can you please play like Kiss from Rose? And it's like, ah, oh, we left our ukes in the car or whatever. Like, you know, I, I just wanted him to like meet Clay. I didn't want to put Clay, you know, like on a, yeah, on the spot to go play stuff. But Clay's like, oh, I'm gonna, I'll play. And so they have an ukulele. And Kanijo does not have a regular uke. He has it, an eight-string Kamaku ukulele. Oh, uh -huh. So, uh, you know, I was like, oh yeah, well, it's an eight-string. I don't know. Like Kalei plays like four-string. Clay's like, no, it's fine. Like I'll just, I'll just play it on this, like mm -hmm. you know, like uh, like an eight-string. I'm like, I don't know. Is it gonna sound fine? He's like, no be okay so Kalei got me out master ukulele master you know takes an eight string ukulele plays kiss from a rose and doesn't mind just plays the double string you know yeah, like yeah. has that like kind of chorus effect on it and it sounded pretty interesting honestly you yeah. know i i have a i might have a video of that but i know definitely kanio has a video of that uh -huh. you know like uh, i know he took video but we were me and kanio were just, were just both like swooning over like clay playing kiss from a rose and it's like and, and i'm i'm a professional ukulele player as well and i'm just like man this guy is so good you yeah. know like and he made that eight string sound and like he the way that he attacked the strings it's as if like he plays an eight string like normally but he doesn't uh -huh. he just played it normal as if he were playing uh as if he were playing an, a four string but kept the eight strings in mind or the double strings in mind still played it you know made sure that it, it's uh it, it's it's heard but then his attack is so good like if he needs to you know just get it nice and soft he would hit it with just the you know with just the flesh he would get mm -hmm. the nail sound whenever he does like the you know the strums but for the most part he has that te technique where he does this like thumb going down so he gets the flesh from the thumb and the pointer finger going up so that he can get the flesh from the pointer finger mm -hmm. it's like so, a soft yeah yeah attack. so it, it kind of matched because 
if you did it all nail, then that chorus effect will be kind of amplified. It's like an amplified mm -hmm. chorus effect. Mm -hmm. But in this case, because Calais kind of played it a little bit more mellow than usual, it turned out sounding more like a doubler. Like I don't know if you guys, you mm -hmm. know, have ever used like a doubler pedal. It kind of sounded like that, but warm, like a warm doubler. Like it sounded good, like really good. <laughs> like, I wish if I can find it, I'll, I'll send the file over to Kahai and so if I can find it on my phone. But um, yeah, it was it was gorgeous like i i was you know i don't know i, I felt a little embarrassed because i'm like no clay gummy does not play eight stream Kalele, can you, are you kidding me <laughs> embarrassing me for my guests you know but no he played it like you know like, like a, a true pro, pro. like a, like a pro he's just like oh yeah whatever you know see I, I always say like our true artist can make a masterpiece from any paintbrush and he uh -huh. was given an eight you know an eight string ukulele still made it still made it sing like a like a like a little bird it was it was nice uh -huh. so to answer your question yes and no you can you know like i don't know like why would you want i don't know why you would want to do this but i guess you could like work on just hitting one string you could you know put your put your nail in between the you know between the notes or maybe hit at an angle that you're only hitting one but you can really only do it on the a i guess you can do it in the e i don't know it gets complicated but you could but mm -hmm. I'm, I'm saying why would you though yeah, is, is yeah. what i'm saying you know like uh so i'm not saying it's impossible i'm saying don't <laughs> i'm saying why would you because um own it you know what i mean like if uh if you want that sound of a four string ukulele play a four string ukulele if um you know if you're uh, get up, you know. If you're, if you have an eight string, that's what it's been sounding like the entire, you know, uh, the entire set or whatever, the entire song. And then all of a sudden, you're trying to do these like, you know, um, single notes. Then it's, you know, it might not even match. Like uh, <laughs> yeah. in, in that yeah. case, so just just play the double notes because it's not like the audience isn't used to hearing a double noted, you know, like strum already. So it kind of goes with uh, with how the song or whatever you're playing sounds in general. So. I think there, you know, there is some certain techniques, uh, but just play it as is because that's what uh, yeah. Taimanit Garner does. You know, she has that double G or whatever, plays mm -hmm. it like a normal, like a normal G, and no one even know. I didn't even notice that she had a double G. You know, double like low, yeah, low like G. a low G, a double low G. And when uh, when I toured with, I'm like, and so both me and Kalei were like, what is that? Like, why would you? Put why, yeah, why would you two low Gs? She's like, it just sounds good. <laughs> I'm like, I can't argue with that. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, she does. <laughs> it fits her style yes so uh to answer your question yes and no yes you know i guess you could like um try to aim for just one string you would have to like you know attack it a certain way there is a certain um technique into doing it because you, the the angle that you would need to hit the strings to do that you could but my advice is to just play just play both strings it's it sounds okay kalei got me out did it it sounds fine yeah <laughs> i think uh guitarists some guitarists try to get around this anyway yeah uh some guitarists try to get around this anyways by having the double neck guitars right with mm. one neck oh, where yeah. is a six string and yeah. another neck is 12. but then even then like if you see them playing uh like i know christopher cross has plays one and stuff but usually <laughs> i think they play like for they're like i'm gonna Play this guitar for this one song mm -hmm. and then i'm gonna put this guitar away because it's really heavy yeah. And cumbersome. yeah yeah it's sort of kind of like the you would use a specific tool for a specific purpose yeah and then in the event that you don't have the specific tool you yeah. use whatever is available yeah i guess you could hammer with the back of the screwdriver right like you could yeah. hammer stuff yeah. in but it's like like you, you would use a vice grip for a very specific purpose yeah 
and then if you don't have anything else maybe you would just use the vice grip right? you don't have your toolbox yeah maybe. if you don't have the, the correct tool you mm. might consider using it if not don't use it yeah yeah and, and yeah yeah i think in that same vein right like the person who is proficient at whatever mm. like the same proficient at playing ukulele proficient at you know working with tools or whatever they'll just mm. tell you to just use the tool that was made for it right yeah. like that's yeah. that's the way it makes life it. easier mm. uh if you have it just use that but then yeah mm. this this is just something that you can do when you get proficient enough and it's just like well i don't have it so i'm gonna use whatever i do have <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> yeah so to uh hopefully that answers your question because really that's that's it just just press just press no worry <laughs> and you know like you could try for the one string but if you hit two strings it's fine just make like you meant to or whatever just, <laughs> yeah it's fine just play just play no worries just just press right kahai mm -hmm. ultimately that's that's pretty much the answer to every question yeah. right? <laughs> you just press just go play don't worry about it just play okay next question kahai uh, so this one was like a follow-up to yeah. uh, when we talked about holding the ukulele right? okay. improperly. Um, I found the soprano to be a bit, uh, or to be a bit paradoxically the hardest to hold comfortably. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Uh, when sitting and holding on lap, it's hard to keep decent, pos decent posture since you're leaning over such a small uke. When standing, strumming is fine, but the finger style is, is hard to find enough surface area to grip mm. with your forearm. Uh, yeah. Oh, and unless you're uh, playing like Otasan, like with your thumb. So mm. this one was from Taro. Okay. Uh, that's That very question is why I brought my personal soprano ukulele with me here. So this ukulele let me kind of show you how you know how i hold this so i hold it just like i hold my uh my my tenor it actually depends so the lower bot like i mentioned last time goes on the leg like this so if anything i might like lift up my leg a little bit i might like you know step on something lift up the leg same thing forearm goes right here so pointer finger points where i'm supposed to strum forearm goes down so unlike my my tenor which would be right you know right here on my forearm um, it goes about right here because you know just you're you're you're, uh, you're going up the neck see my uh, I notice a lot of people in the in the private lessons when you know their elbows are like out like this like I don't know why like <clears throat> but you can kind of relax the elbow and just uh, you know if I took off my ukulele like this is my relaxed state right right here yeah. this is my relaxed state so just like when you know when I put my ukulele in front of me and I when I put that there, it still looks relaxed. Like it, this doesn't look relaxed. It looks like I'm about to I don't know like chicken grapple wing. somebody a yeah, chicken wing, <laughs> grapple someone. But it's kind of like this. My my pointer finger is here where it, where it should. So just like how we explain how to hold an ukulele in ukulele 100, take your pointer finger, place it you know right there with a sweet spot to strum. Place your uh, place your forearm down. Point yourself. Point down to the ground. Okay. Oh, I wish I tuned this. <laughs> there. And if I want to pick, like you said, finger pick, all you got to do, point, uh, pinky finger, lay it down like this. If you have to, bring it back up. So it's not like you're, you're putting your elbow out more, it's just you're putting your, your elbow a little bit more in. So.
Okay. So um, actually, it would be a little bit more difficult if I'm if I'm playing with a thumb like Otasan style because I would have to extend forearm wise in order to get underneath here. I mean, same thing. It's not hard or anything, but I, I just think it it's a little bit more because you're uh, you're you're extending the you know the forearm reach like so. But down here. So my, my wrist doesn't look like it's, you know, like it's in a weird position or whatever. Everything looks straight. No, sorry about that. I'm just kind of keeping it up. But normally my wrist would be here. <clears throat> so <clears throat> wrist is straight on the left. Wrist is straight on the right. question was uh or like he's he mentioned standing while playing the soprano okay. too yeah so. standing while playing the soprano okay i don't have to stand so it's just like um just like when you hold it so instead of it you know of you holding it from up here you're going to be holding it from down here instead so here forearm goes right there and you're gonna like, you know bring it towards yourself um the uh, the the neck of the ukulele moves forward a little bit. That's how you're gonna get that straight, you know, that straight wrist. Because if you're holding your your uh, ukulele towards yourself, that's when you're like doing this, and there's not a lot of room or whatever. I think that's what most people do. But move your ukulele forward, like like so, so that if if you watch me play, it looks exactly the same as I'm playing, you know, my tenor ukulele. <laughs> so just like that right here forearm instead of the uh, the corner up here you're gonna hit more of the corner down here you're gonna hold it against your body it's gonna seesaw you know like forward like this with your left hand you want to support it from the bottom and hold it like so you can use the other uh, pillow grip that we talked about you can use uh, this knuckle and this big knuckle as two main points if you want to do that if you don't want to completely like do the uh, full pillow grip you can do that if you want to as long as you're supporting it from the bottom somehow that should be enough and that's that's soprano ukuleles and i mean if i were to hold my ukulele i'd do it the same exact way if i'm holding it um without a strap standing up hold it from the side right here Okay, you can show the, uh, the, the close-up so that people see that I'm not resting it on my leg. It's up here. My leg is here, by the way. See my jeans? <laughs> so it's not on my jeans. Here, it looks like that. So instead of it being up here, it's about here. But notice that the head sock of my ukulele pretty much stays the same, like shoulder, uh, shoulder height uh, when you're playing tenor. But when you're playing soprano, it's a little bit more down here. But, you know, adjust to your own liking. So I'm like supporting it from down here it moves you know like just a little bit forward but that allows me to uh, to kind of extend my um, you know my arm and my my wrist is forward it's not back here it's not smushed or whatever I think most of the problems is people like holding it in their body like this and yeah. getting like and I have to I only have this much space it's, to kind of work with you know but it's not really you just move your move your uh, arm out right. it's it's either uh, one or the other right where their right. their elbow is tucked in 
or they're they're curling their whole hand around like the front yeah. to try and do that. Yeah, it's it's like a you know like a sneeze that like that wants to come out and you just, <laughs> if you don't say it, it's like holding a sneeze in, man. Yeah. So it's that's uh, that's that's how you do it. Honestly, it's not like you know it's not too bad. Watch Aaron's and I keep telling everyone this. Watch Aaron's video on how to hold an ukulele. You're like what? It's like eight minutes or something. How long is that video? Twelve minutes. Twelve minutes. You're like yeah. what? Twelve minutes on how to hold an ukulele. But it's like seriously the most informative how to hold an ukulele yeah. that I've ever seen in my life. I'm like yeah, like that. <laughs> hold it like that, and you should be all good. And he explains it with a tiny, tiny ukulele. And like uh, you know the way that the way that he plays the tiny ukulele, it it works. It's even tinier than this, and he's holding it correctly. It you know doesn't look too awkward or whatever you know it's uh and and it's fine check that out that should be uh, the link should be in the uh, in the show notes or in the description. Mm -hmm. uh, yeah, and then on the kind of the same point, uh, Marama said, "I'm holding mm -hmm. my uke with my headstock up near my shoulder. Is mm -hmm. that wrong? Uh, your headstock up like up here like this? Well, as long as it's uh, like yeah leaning this way. He... Well, it's, if it's uh, kind of the same height as your shoulder, right? Like oh, yeah, like shoulder of, height. Shoulder but, height is fine. Yeah. yeah, but then you don't want that to be like where it's right next to your shoulder. Yeah, right? as long as it's not like up here like this, then that would be, you know, that would be bad if it's up here because that that's what we're exactly what we're talking about with like with the elbow all too bent and then the wrist <laughs> like in a weird position, kind of doing it like this. Like that's that's a weird way to play. Basically, it. <laughs> yeah. Basically, if it's not comfortable, you're doing it wrong. Yeah. Because if if you watch, it's just like just every, figure it out. Yeah. Figure out what's comfortable for you. Because from here, like if I took my ukulele off and I would hold it just like that, it just looks like this. Like I'm, you know, like telling somebody a story. Yeah. Like it's yeah. It's like uh, like my my Italian comes out. They do do that. Yeah. <laughs> I think or Portuguese. Oh, Portuguese. Portuguese. Think... Portuguese. Portuguese. Yeah. There's yeah. a difference. Yeah. <laughs> There's a difference. I have aunties who are Portuguese but are not ethnically Portuguese. <laughs> <laughs> but they're definitely yeah. Portuguese. <laughs> Speaking of Joe Souza, Brother Matt is both. <laughs> yeah. 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 Uh, I think. Um, like the reason why two people kind of do that like their elbow gets tucked in or they try and push their wrist out right mm -hmm. where it gets that really bad angle mm -hmm. is like because they're thinking whether they they like really think about it or not i think they're they're trying to like overcompensate for like why am i not getting this mm -hmm. so i need to you know i need to put my hand out more so my fingers can wrap around the neck of the ukulele a little bit more or they're just like tensing up and they're just bringing their elbow and their their shoulder like just kind of squishing up by their neck right yeah but yeah it's like it's best if you just relax yeah just relax. just, just yeah. hold it uh yeah <laughs> yeah they, it takes very little pressure to hold your ukulele to your body especially yeah. if you're you don't have a pickup in it with a, a heavy like battery heavy. your ukulele should be pretty light yeah and so it doesn't take a lot yeah just no it's, no, no. <laughs> i don't like don't wait. overdo it yeah seriously just watch that video it's 12 <laughs> minutes but it's like, no, it's like a 10, life 
1048. <laughs> it's a, a life-changing 1048. 10-minute video. There is uh, that comment in, in that video. They're like, 10 minute for just to, you know, like just to learn how to hold the ukulele. Like, yeah, just yeah. hold it. I was like, yeah, in a perfect world, you just hold it. Yeah, just <laughs> right? tell people like, to hold but, it. But so many people have yeah. problems that this this one addresses like pretty yeah. much every question right i mean imagine how many three minute videos you watched you know and still haven't quite gotten it if you just watched the one 10 minute video <laughs> you would have been fine right see yeah. so like, or or you know like out. <laughs> the, the people who have watched the three mm -hmm. minute ones and didn't get it then yeah. then they'll have to look for the 10 minute <laughs> <laughs> but if you do get it then that's fine yeah right? you know yeah that's and it's it's so good because you have like the diagrams and stuff and it's just like wow this he's like going scientific on us mr mr brains over here you know like showing us the uh, the physics on uh, on how <laughs> really. to hold ukulele it was, it was basically just like a demonstration <laughs> yeah it was like that's like some sesame street stuff that you did there i'm like oh right on i understood it like as as if as a big bird explained it to me you know it was awesome yeah <laughs> Yoda said, how do you keep from strangling the neck of the uke? And I think that goes in line with it too. Like, I don't know why, like people just feel like I need to apply more pressure or yeah. I need to push the uke into me more. I need to yeah. tighten my grip on the neck to be able to hold cords. Anytime, like any kind of almost all of those situations is probably no, like use less pressure or use less uh, force. And it's more about probably like the angles that you're holding or like yeah. how your finger or your body. Yeah. Well, we talked about like, um, you know, when I think in Ukulele 100 or whatever, like or 101 where like you really only need as much pressure to like to bring your ukulele back, right? Like, mm -hmm. so if I were to play a C chord, for example, without, you know, f without choking the instrument, if I, if I were to hold it correctly on this side, it would maybe, you know, bring it forward like a little bit mm -hmm. um, but if you're using the corner it should kind of stay still but if it goes forward a little bit just take your pointer finger play that c chord not supporting it anywhere else like it's just enough to you know put it into position i still have the the triangle that aaron talks about in the video watch it seriously um the ukulele here my body and my my uh, my left arm is creating a triangle okay so if there's no triangle if the ukulele is up here then that's that causes you to choke the instrument a little bit but if you're if your wrist is is, uh, is is nice and straight you're putting it forward and now uh, you're holding it correctly on this side you shouldn't need to like support it from the other side but you're probably saying oh dream well, that's a c chord you know like it's so whatever it's so easy here's a diminished chord for you that's on you know like uh unsupported sounds just fine you know what i mean like i'm not fully like like um putting weight on it and bringing it back it's just about right here yeah well, the one that people probably put the most mm. pressure on, right, is like, like any flat chord. Yeah, here's here's the B flat. With my thumb over here. And here's F. Oh, I don't want to play anymore before <laughs> this song gets taken down. <laughs> this, this whole video gets taken down. Yeah. So yeah. Even picking. You know, like it's it doesn't need the support back here, but you put your thumb back here for for balance, really. You know, uh -huh. like this. And although comfort. I can play it, it like you know, it seems a little unbalanced. But with my with my thumb in the back, it's it's a go. You know, like in mm -hmm. comfort, like you said, in comfort. And it's like uh, people think too that your thumb is being used to hold the ukulele vertically. No. 
No. But it's more of like just kind of like a counter pressure mm-hmm. to the your the force of your fingers, yeah. right? So that's that's the balance you're talking mm-hmm. about, and it's not uh, you're not like yeah, you're not strangling it. It's just very light. Yeah, and and I talk about this you know this corner thing here because you should be able to kind of play ukulele one one or like if you're holding it correct, it can move forward if you want it to move forward. It can just kind of stay still as you strum it. And the reason why I tell people this is because I always see a lot of people support their ukuleles with, you know, with this side, which is fine if you're supporting your ukulele with, you know, with your palm. But if you're supporting with your palm, then you're playing like a, a B flat chord, for example, that might be why you're having some problems, you know, like uh, if, if you can support it from this side and it's just, you know, staying in place, playing your B flat chord nice and straight with your thumb supporting it from the back rather than supporting it from the bottom, your your fingers are a lot more straight, a lot more extended, so that you're not uh, you're not going to be muting any of the strings. So F looks like this, as opposed to if if I had it forward like so, because it would it would fall down. I'd have to um, support it with, with the bottom. F would look like that. So whenever I see like a private lesson and the students like wrist is up here, I know exactly there. what's happening. You know, like. That's we gotta learn how to hold it on this side in order to get get yeah. that wrist down, making it look nice and relaxed. Even when you're doing that, right? You're mm-hmm. doing another like kind of full paw where your elbow was like wrapped around the, <laughs> yeah. the bottom of the ukulele. So yeah. it's like it really is. Uh, yeah, I know there's people who are like, I've been playing for five years, and then <laughs> we tell them like, uh, you might want to like learn how to hold your ukulele, <laughs> yeah. and they get insulted, and it's like, yeah, it's understandable because you you've been playing for mm-hmm. you know so long, mm-hmm. but that's just foundations are where everything yeah. comes from. So yeah. if you're having yeah. a hard time holding a chord, it's probably the fact that you're not supporting your ukulele yeah. correct with your right hand to or your right arm. <laughs> yeah, if you just backtrack a little bit, yeah. it'll make everything yes. fo- going forward a get lot your, easier. Get your fundamentals right. I, mean, I don't know. I always get that. Like, oh, I've been playing for so-and-so years and stuff. But like, I've been playing basketball for like 30 years. Yeah. Let's just say that. I've been playing, I've been playing tennis for like, for about 20 years or 15, yeah. 20 years. I'm like, I just, I do not look like somebody who's been playing tennis for like 15 years <laughs> or basketball for 30 years. You know what I mean? Like yeah. a basketball player, Michael Jordan, be like, no, that's not how you shoot the ball. It's like, but I've been playing for 30 years. You know what I mean? Like, it's like, no, it's just you can play, you know, like, uh, or have, don't have the fundamentals for those 30 years and still be able to play, uh-huh. you know? I, but, yeah knowing the fundamentals does make a difference <laughs> i think i think even like me and aaron right like we, we can say like oh we've been playing ukulele for <laughs> almost our whole life but yeah like uh, i know aaron has said it and i i, I definitely feel this way mm-hmm. i'm not like an intermediate or an advanced right. ukulele player you know at all like or up there yeah. so yeah time really it's it's kind of sad but it the more time you put into it, it, it should be you should be feel more comfortable with your ukulele, mm-hmm. but it doesn't necessarily mean that you're you know you're gonna be super proficient. Yeah, I think it makes a difference as far as like how comfortable you are with the instruments and like you know how comfortable you are with the chords and stuff like that. But it doesn't necessarily make 
because uh, I mean I know like there are some things that I do although I've been playing professionally for like you know for over a decade now but there is still like my stray pinky finger like goes all over the place any good guitar teacher would, would tell me like oh that's mm-hmm. don't do that or even like Jake you know like uh, Jake's been my ukulele teacher since the beginning and you'd be like oh, Aldrin that looks terrible <laughs> don't do that with your pinky now everyone's gonna go back in the videos they're like huh Aldrin's pinky does look terrible and that's the thing I'm willing to be like hey you know like yeah I have I know where my weaknesses are so we, we we talked about this before right like Andy McKee somebody was like oh you shouldn't put your key, like your pinky finger yeah. on the body of the guitar <laughs> it's like are you really telling Andy McKee like one of the best like finger style yeah. finger picking guitarists out there that like yeah. how to play it's like yeah. okay yeah yeah why does island style sound so weird John Cruz yeah <laughs> my ukulele club always plays it in C why are you playing it in, in like why? B flat or whatever yeah. weird key that you're playing in John Cruz why, why can't you just play it in the key that you <laughs> recorded it right yeah John Cruz how dare you this doesn't sound anything like the, the song <laughs> <laughs> uh, I, I know the song <laughs> yeah. okay but yeah so uh, do we have another question Kahai hopefully that answers yeah. the question uh, yeah we have a, a few more questions yeah, or yeah. We, yeah. Uh, so Scrambled Egg said uh, I'm learning my scales and I feel like I memorized the patterns but I don't really know the scales yet. What are some fun warm-ups or ways to play in this uh, play in the scales to get more familiar with it? Um, uh, a fun one. Well, fun for me might not be fun for like some people. You know, uh, a fun way of learning the scale for me is to um, you know is is to do like uh, is to add one to the C string every time. I like to do that. So for example, everyone knows the whole like the the. That's zero two zero one three zero two three. So play that scale, then the next, then play it again. But this time, add one more to the C string. So for example, you only go to the second fret on on that pattern zero two zero one three zero two three, right? So uh, this time you do zero two four one three zero two three. So not only are you learning that, you know, because if you just learn this this pattern, which is fine, but knowing where the scale is on all of your strings is very, very, very useful. So one, two, uh, zero, two, four, five, next. So. So it looks completely different. Same exact scale looking completely different. you're gonna find different ways to play those notes and then maybe add one to the E string so do next to the five into the seven go to the eight of the uh, of the eight fret so that's like something that you can do it it's like doing the same exact scale but kind of learning it in, in a bunch of different ways in a bunch of different positions and knowing where every single note is of that scale on your on your fretboard um, another fun one is um, <clears throat> is modes i don't know if people so this is becoming less and less fun and more and more fun for me <laughs> okay so uh, what modes are it's you're starting and ending in different parts of the scale so for example you do one two three four five six seven one because that that eight same note as a one right then you do two to two so 
okay? And then you combine it with the other exercise of adding one to the C string. So instead of doing and then going straight to the open E, I might hit the E here. So that same, you know, that same scale looks completely different and add another one to the C, but then this time an E. So that's three to three, then four to four, five to five, so on and so forth. It's kind of like going one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, one, then two, three, four, five, six, seven, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, one, two, three. <laughs> yeah. So that's kind of what you know. That's what you do, and then do it in a different scale. Now, now that you've done C, do D now. You know, like I, I usually tell people, work on one scale a day. Don't be like C. You got it. Now F. Oh. Now G. Now A. Because you're just, I mean, sure, you might be picking up something along the way, but it's good to concentrate on one scale so that you know where, you know, where those notes are. And then um, if you're gonna, you know, if you're gonna uh, keep going with, with the practice, Practice on one scale, learn all the notes in that scale, do all those things that I just showed you, and then pick a song in that key, mm -hmm. okay? And then like, uh, uh, and learn the picking patterns. You're gonna learn that the picking patterns correspond to all the notes you just played. And uh, and if, if, you're, if you're done with that, if you're a little bit more advanced, give yourself a, a chord progression in that key, and then use the, uh, use the notes that you just practiced to do an improvised solo. You know, there's so much things that you can do with scales. Oh. Yeah, I was gonna say like in, in the same vein as you practicing the scale in different like uh, you know moving up the C and moving up the E string, like uh, somebody might be like, oh well, what's the like practical use of that though? Mm -hmm. uh, but could you? I don't know. If, could you demonstrate quickly? Maybe like uh, if Aaron could play something and you playing it on one string and showing how you can play the same yeah. you know same picking but on a different string and yeah. where this actually does apply is like. I remember a time when you broke a string, right? And yeah. Just like, yeah, when you, you know, it might not happen to you, but it, you know, you break a string and then you yeah. just keep playing. It's and you have not to like play Europa at Island Bazaar in front of people. Yeah. <laughs> you know, your A string breaks. You're like, oh yeah, it's only the most important string yeah. <laughs> right now. Okay, yeah, uh, maybe just give me a one and four. Oh, me two. Yeah, one and two. Uh, D minor. What was that? D minor, yeah. 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 Okay. So, so that's C and D minor. Yeah, C and D minor. So we're in the key of C. So maybe the my riff will go something like this. One more time. Okay, play it here. exactly what, what Kai is talking about you know like the, all that stuff that you practiced I didn't even use the A string you know like uh, in those alternate ones that I that I did so I did instead of going so two three two three five three two zero three on the E string instead becomes eight seven eight ten eight seven nine seven on the C string or eight seven eight 
ten, eight, seven, five, three. Or it can be eight, then eleven on the C string. Then eight, ten, eight, eleven, nine, seven. There's so many ways to, to do it. And uh, you're like, well, why would you play it up here when you can play it down here? Tone. Okay. Yeah. Uh, what, or or what the yeah. the line that comes next? Yes. Yeah. That's true. Yeah. That. That's true. Yeah. So what I mean by uh, by tone, let's, let's go over tone. So uh, the tone, the uh, that skinnier string is gonna be brighter as opposed to. You can hear it. Like mm -hmm. this is you know it's pretty obvious the difference. Yeah. And then even a thicker string. With, with the C and the E. So yeah. tone-wise, you know, if you're playing a song like, uh, uh, for example, you know, you're using that, so, or you can do a, it sounds a lot more like warmer than, see how uh -huh. bright that is versus. So depending on what you're going for. You know, there's like so many ways to approach it. And uh, like Aaron said, depends on, you know, what comes after. So if, if the, what comes after is, right? So instead of going, like I would have to go all the way up here, from here, all the way up here, but yeah. instead, <laughs> yeah, we we talked about how we noticed certain <clears throat> musicians who it's like oh they they practice their skill, but they only practice their skill in one position. Yeah, because yeah. they only stick to that one position, and then you can see when they're improvising, they yeah. start running out of notes to play because they don't know how to move up the neck. Yeah, there's there's nothing more telling <clears throat> to me, uh, and I don't want to like you know call out. I don't want to call anyone, but. Like uh, I, I talked about Kalei earlier, and me and Kalei, like we'll like we'll watch people, you know, like play or improvise and whatnot. And the the biggest tell is uh, they're all good down here, but then once they start going up, it's all A string, <laughs> you know, yeah. like once it's all A string up here, and then like they, they go down, and then they're using the, uh, the, the, the the other yeah. strings. So for example, we're playing C. It's all like A string. As opposed to, uh, like, you yeah. know, like going in, in one, uh, uh, what you call it? in one position up here, or like one position here, another position here, another mm -hmm. position there. It's like once they, they hit this, yeah, like this learn, C, it's like the it's the first all, position and yeah. the rest of it just on the A string. It's like there's yeah. nothing more telling than like. You have improvised before, but like, uh, even <laughs> even when you you played it right now, right? The, mm. Like you still made that mm. A string sound melodic. Yeah. But then a lot of times people like this, they'll start. It's just like, oh, you're going up the scale now. Yeah, you're going I was down just gonna say. Scale. I was just gonna say that like um the the one disadvantage of using the one string is it you almost feel like you have to do it in sequence you know whereas yeah up here like there's you can skip you you don't have to do it you know like in uh, in sequence to the scale and there's more freedom by by doing it in you know in different uh positions i, I don't know but mm -hmm. but yeah and also if we're cutting heads if we're like if we're doing this improv battle or whatever and i see that i'm gonna take advantage of it you know like <laughs> yeah. i'm gonna 
I'm gonna do something with my like yeah, I'm gonna use multiple, you know, like uh, yeah. multiple strings or whatever, or I'm gonna like do some harmony. I'm gonna do it so that like I'm gonna force you to like to either go up or lose the battle. <laughs> like yeah, I'm yeah, yeah. gonna take advantage and I'm gonna exploit that weakness, guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Got a weak I, I, jaw. Yeah. I'm just gonna keep aiming for that jaw. <laughs> I, I, well, I think that's what good improvisers do, yeah. right? Because they realize it's it's kind of like the better you become the more you can kind of like i'm gonna throw this guy off by not like staying <laughs> on the tracks right yeah like oh okay it's like okay we're fighting we're boxing mm -hmm. and this guy is throwing a lot of straights what if i come at him with a hook it's like oh he doesn't know how to dodge hooks he doesn't know how to <laughs> yeah no yeah. no can yeah just like you know me and clay were pretty good speaking of clay again we're like yeah. okay majors minors whatever like uh chromatic stuff we're all good and abe comes in with an like arabic scale and we're just yeah. like yeah okay. you're we'll, all right we'll just fine put our, put our <laughs> And so he knows that our weakness is like, oh yeah, okay, yeah. cool, major, minor, chromatic, yeah. got yeah. it. I'll I'll throw a wrench in these guys. We're like, okay, well, we put our hands up. Like, we yeah, lose yeah, that, I yeah. guess. It's pretty obvious <laughs> who has the upper hand <laughs> at that point. You can tell that that's yeah. probably what a like, the thought mm -hmm. process going through a yeah. head, right? Like, De well, definitely. Most looks definitely. around and he's like, okay. Let, let me throw this out, guys. Let, <laughs> yeah. Let's see how you Who brings this. guns to knife fights, guy? <laughs> <laughs> I thought this was just a fun, yeah. a friendly match. A friendly match between three friends, <laughs> finally in the same room, jamming together, Abe. you know, af after many years of being separated. <laughs> Abe, they're already dead. <laughs> and then Abe just comes out with an Arabic scale out of nowhere, and we're yeah. just like, ah. And which made me a better player. Every time I get into a battle with somebody better than me, like, it always it always makes me a better player because I'm what did I do that night or that weekend or whatever learn my Arabic scales now yeah. I know them now yeah, yeah. you know you what I mean like next, so, <laughs> next time, next time. Uh, but Abe is probably gonna throw like some other like maybe a Jewish scale you know at me and I'm just like oh, what the heck man and yeah. I'm gonna have to learn that I guess you know yeah. but that's how you get better kids mm -hmm. that's how you get better I've been you know, I've been beaten and and just stomped down by the best, and like that's why I just you dust yourself off and try again, right, <laughs> Kai? Yep. At first, you don't succeed. You know something? Uh, I don't know how to link that, but if you go to our Instagram, yeah, uh, in IG in the IGTV tab, we have um mm. the the Breezin video uh, where it's like win. an ukulele showdown yeah. between the three of them. <laughs> yeah. And yeah, and Me, it, Kalea, just talking about the, that process, I like even like Abe was thinking after afterwards, like because yeah. you kind of want if you're doing a battle, you kind of want it to progress, right? Start off kind of easy, yeah. see where everybody's at, yeah. move it up a level, yeah. see if everybody can hang, yeah. move it up a level, and then I think Abe got to that point where it's like, well, we did everything, <laughs> like wh where yeah. do you go from yeah. there? And so he was like, well, I guess I can go here and mm -hmm. then see, it, and nobody else could hang with him. So, yeah. <laughs> I'm like, I guess we're finishing the song now. Yeah, 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 end it. It's <laughs> good. That's it. We're great, not going to go anywhere. Because yeah. Abe could probably keep going, but me and Clay, we're, we're not, we're not going to be able to keep yeah. going. Yeah, yeah. So, so we, yeah. we found the edge. Yeah, that's it. That's, that that's it. But, yeah, I'll be ready. I'll be ready for next time. I'm, I'm ready. I'm ready. I need, I need my rematch with Abe. Just, I, I need it. I need it. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Uh, Okay, we have yeah. uh, another question, sure. and it kind of ties into this. Mm -hmm. 
so Tara asked another, uh, he said, uh, compared to the old days when only CDs were available, nowadays we ha are spoiled with HD YouTube videos. Yeah. But it's still not trivial to learn a song from just the video. Excuse me. Uh, what are your tips for the best process? Uh, example, probably identify the key and chord mm -hmm. patterns first, then maybe the melody line followed mm -hmm. by the rest of the notes. I've been trying to learn, uh, he and he, uh, so he said, I've been trying to learn uh, Brittany Pybo's Titanium, mm -hmm. so specifically. Mm -hmm. yeah. yeah, I mean, you see, seems like you, you're on the right track. That's exactly what I would do. I would figure out whatever the key is first, then figure out what the chords are, because the chords give you um, a huge hint of what those notes that she's going to be playing. Because um, uh, I don't know if you were here or if, if you watched the video with, uh, with Mike talking about key centers. And... Um, when uh when when you're playing chords when it goes to a, like say we're playing in c and it goes to f the notes that you know that that sounds the best in that chord are those notes that are within the chord like you know it's still in the key of c so it's still within that scale of of c d e f g a b c but the preferred notes in that chord is a f and c so if you land on those, most likely it's gonna be those those uh, those notes. If not, then it's probably gonna be one or two notes away. So it's always a huge clue to uh, to figure out um, what the chords are first. Once you get the chords down, then um, then everything else should be easy because uh, if you have the scale already, you know what notes they're not doing. Um, and if you play a note, uh, if if they're doing like a um, you know like like a note in between where like they're they're adding like a little you know a, a little chromatic thing in there, then um, then it's just a half step away. But for the most part, <clears throat> you have all the right notes in that scale. Yeah. So that's that's what I would suggest. That's how we figured out stuff back in the day. Um, uh, when I was trying to figure out, say like Europa, like I didn't know what key it was because it started in the G minor so I thought it was G minor and I'm just like why like if it's in G minor then it would you know then it would have the um what note was it they would have the uh that's I guess it wasn't even now oh the E flat like the E flat was I was not there in uh you know in, in Europa so I'm just like why is it that it's it's not there but it's the first chord I always just assume one of the first chord is is like that key and um <clears throat> so when you know when trying to figure that out I'm like okay cool so I'm not mapped out I'm like okay it's D minor then C uh, sorry G minor then C7 F A minor D minor G minor A7 and D minor A7 then D minor mapped out the chords first because when you play that song <laughs> like right there, that's that G minor. F, like again. Back to G minor. So it just makes sense, even though if you don't know the key, um, the, the key will definitely tell you what the chords are, but if you get lucky and, and uh, finding out what the chords uh, may be in that song or you know what what sounds similar to it you might be able to figure out the notes from that because the chords are a huge hint of what the uh, what what the note is going to be i think yeah it's kind of it, I, I think it's like almost where whatever you're having an easier time doing mm -hmm. yeah. just go like follow that path because it's like 
you know, you're getting breadcrumbs. And so it's, you know, wherever you get more yeah. breadcrumbs and just keep going yes. with that. Because it can, it's kind of interchangeable, right? Like chords or uh, the melody notes. Mm -hmm. So, because like sometimes you could be listening to a song and it's like really melody heavy, but there's no chords being played behind it, right? Mm. And it's just like, in, in that case, it'd be kind of, it's almost like you're painting without numbers. <laughs> Right, you're just you would be putting paint there and being is like it this one, is it stick? this one, maybe yeah. this one. So it's like, uh, yeah, I, I think it, it's kind of like whatever, whatever you are in the mode of like, okay, I'm I'm figuring it out. It's mm -hmm. it's I'm getting through this with momentum. Yeah. Like just kind of keep following that path, right? Because and, yeah. and if you hit a roadblock, then that's where you might want to switch off to like, okay, now I'm gonna try and figure out the chords, or mm -hmm. now I'm gonna try and figure out. Yeah. The uh, independent notes, yeah. you know. Figure out the uh, figure out the key, that which then gives you the notes to the scale, which then gives you the chords. Because if you have the notes to the scale, you have the chord family that that you can figure out, and then you just need to figure out which one of those chords from the chord family is the chord that they're playing. Uh, and if it's not in there, then it has to be one of uh, there's some special chords in in the chord family that you can you know you can go in. In the example of Europa, that. A7, not necessarily in the D minor family because it'd be A minor, okay? But in this case, they're, they're kind of dipping into the um, harmonic minor, but that I don't want to get into like advanced music theory, <laughs> yeah. but there's just, just know that if you have the chord family, that's that that's huge. If you have the key, the key, tell, the, that's a great word for it because the key unlocks everything in the song, you know? Mm -hmm. Like that's, once you figure out the key, you're all good. Yep, it's kind of yeah, and it's just like mm -hmm. uh, so. We also get like questions, you know, where it's like, mm -hmm. oh, how do I figure out this? Uh, you know, well, how do I figure out the key if the chords are so complicated? Like yeah. there's all these extensions or you know all these different types of chords. Mm -hmm. But then that's kind of where it's like, okay, just boil it down to the simplest. You know, like yeah. take away all the extension names, mm -hmm. and then e even if the key or like the chords dip into another key a little bit, <clears throat> try and find which chords are being played like the most, or which ones seem to be like the ones that you know we we call it, or like you would call it home. Where yeah. where do you keep going back to that it feels like every time you land mm -hmm. on that. A specific chord it feels like you're you know you're mm -hmm. just ending it or like that's the that's the phrase yeah yeah, yeah. So. yes guy good job well, yeah. actually europa does start on the d minor though right um yeah but you don't hear the chord yeah, yeah it why. starts because it's like so it actually minor. does start on <laughs> yeah yeah right? you're right uh like another song i thought of too right is uh hotel california that has like chords that is like if you mapped it out you might be like oh, oh yeah. i don't know what yeah, but that's just like fives and fives and yeah, fives yeah. and fives yeah. so i don't i i do remember <clears throat> like starting starting out on ukulele mm -hmm. not really knowing theory mm -hmm. not really knowing much at all mm -hmm. and then just picking out melody lines yeah and that's just fun in itself right? yeah it, do do whatever is easy and fun for you and then, <laughs> and then you'll get better and you'll learn more and then and you it'll start get to see even, the patterns yeah, yeah mm -hmm. even easier from there mm -hmm. but um yeah just have fun with it's like yeah. that's the main thing <laughs> yeah. i think it's like people say like oh should i figure out the chords <clears throat> first or should i figure out the picking and stuff mm -hmm. 
Well, it's like if you do either, both of them, it's like training your ear, right? Training your ear and training your intuition of what you're playing. Mm -hmm. So both lead to the same thing. Both help you get better as a musician. So really Mm -hmm. it is like just whatever you're enjoying or Mm -hmm. whatever you're, you know, getting through. So Yeah. yeah. And and the more that you listen to the song, the more that you internalize the song. Yeah. Because if you think about like all like the professional ukulele players or anyone who's good at music they they have the song in them mm-hmm. and they're just playing that's, along to the song yeah yeah that's yeah. like a, that's a skill that people don't realize that musicians have and that uh i don't want to say non-musicians but <laughs> people don't like actively train right is yeah your mm-hmm. imagination of hearing the song being played yeah and that's it's the same thing as like the earworm kind of like if you can just come along to the song without the song being played in your house or anywhere near you right like you can just mm-hmm. hear the melody line and you can yeah. hear where it's gonna go that's actually like a good thing and that's like something that uh even some people like when they're not musicians and you tell them to do that they're like oh i've never done that before yeah. you know <laughs> i just enjoy the song while it's being played but i never thought about like it's kind of like you catalog or you store the song in your brain <laughs> yeah for yeah. a later yeah. date yeah yeah yeah, That's I was, I was just talking to um to my girlfriend about this, mm-hmm. like, cause she's she's one of those people who has get songs stuck in her head, mm-hmm. and um and I, I was asking her like, when you have a song stuck in your head, <clears throat> is it almost like the song is playing, like you can replay the song yeah. in your head? And she was like, oh yeah, and I was like, some people don't have that, <laughs> and she was like, what do you mean, like you? Yeah. Like what? Like it doesn't. It didn't even make sense to her. But yeah. like, I, there are people who like yeah. can't it's, just replay the song in their head and like hear the tone, like even mm-hmm. like the singer's tone of their voice, mm-hmm. and you know. So um, so I, I would imagine that it it is a I, lot harder. But yeah, it's something that you can cultivate though. Yeah. If so, if you you do it naturally, I think it's like you kind of think like, well, I know people can. Some people can do it better than me mm. but you're telling me that people can not or people don't do it at all <laughs> like this isn't something that i actively turn on and off it's just, yeah. just like something that i gotta live with you know and it's the same vein of like uh there's a type of person who when they read they don't imagine anything happening you know I mean, they just read it they just, yeah the, the yeah, words are just yeah. going through their head and so like they can't imagine when they're reading a story mm-hmm. or something like what the characters and they say like i can't empathize with the characters because it's just like words right <laughs> it's not like i can imagine a living yeah. person yeah. so it's a, it's it, it is a skill that like imagination imagining the the sound that you either hearing the song mm-hmm. you're hearing or the song that you want to play it to even you know <laughs> like yeah yeah and i and the the more that you do it the better that you'll get at it because like i imagine like for for anybody who has seen the Mona Lisa, you can like close your eyes and imagine the Mona Lisa, <laughs> yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. Like just the basic the composition of it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, and but I can I I imagine that like painters, real mm. painters who are like classically mm. trained in in paint, a painting, yeah. would have way more detailed. Yeah, like a, yeah. They, you tell the them to close their eyes and the they would, they know exactly. Yeah, it's the palette. <clears throat> yeah. That's the thing that you do, like you tell somebody, draw a bike without looking at anything. Yeah. Just draw a bike from memory, right? And once people start doing they're like, 
holy cow, what does a bike look like? <laughs> yeah. Like, I, I, I have a bike. I've seen a bike every day, yeah. but I don't know how to translate that to my hands. Yeah. And the same thing with, uh, uh, as a musician, you have to build both that internal, like, imagination of what the song is going to be mm-hmm. and your external ability to take that and then uh, produce music with yeah. it, right? Yeah. Like, yeah. Make yeah. your fingers move in the right place to make sound. So yeah. I remember. And um, so it's like, like the same thing with you. Like if mm-hmm. you were to say like a song, tell tell Aldrin a song that he's heard before, and say like what key is that? You would probably be able yeah, to do it. Yeah. Yeah. I could hear it in my head and like and, try and then and kind of figure it, it out based mm-hmm. on that. Right. I was gonna say like when I was when I was young, we had like uh, you know those Casio keyboards and stuff, mm-hmm. and it's not like any of us like took lessons or piano lessons, but we're just like. Hey, look at me play like a uh, whole new world from like Aladdin, where like yeah. you just you know like single, da, notes. Da, 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 yeah. single mm-hmm. notes, and that's kind of where it's it started from, you know. Like, and if you could do that with the keyboard, why couldn't you do that with Luke Lella, uh-huh. Where you're just hunting like all, oh, and this is there's the Power Rangers song, uh, you know, yeah. like yeah. as as a kid, it's like man, that's what everyone i learned the power rangers song yeah. when i remember yeah. being in fourth grade and doing exactly that it's or like, like uh, yeah. you know yeah. like just yeah. those like tiny little melodies you just you just figure out on your own and yeah. it's not like someone tells you like well it's gonna be in the key of c and it's gonna do you know like uh, uh you know, these out. chords with it it's like no just just figure it out and the you know the more you do it the better you get yeah that's like <clears throat> starting off learning how to sketch something yes yes and then People, eventually you, you know yeah. how to add all draw the rest details. of the owls <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> it, well it's like the same thing it seems like people i think people are like oh it mm. seems so wasteful to do this though mm. but like that hunting and pecking of like yeah. i'm gonna just pick one string and just go through every single note mm-hmm, until mm-hmm. i hear when that note lines up like uh you, that's that's the place where you start off with and then eventually like you can kind of your memorization of what that note sounds like should get better mm-hmm. so then the next time it's not like you hear that note it's not like i gotta go through and pick you know mm-hmm. all, every note on yeah the every note yeah. on the fretboard now it's like oh, okay i can pick every other note then it's like mm-hmm. oh i gotta narrow down to these you know five frets <laughs> and then it's just like yeah i know i know what note that is you know yeah. i can i can hear it in my head and i can reproduce it at my mm-hmm. level so yeah, just try. I mean, I remember like my uh, my my dad playing ukulele, and he's like he knows chords in C, you know. So every single song that he did was like in the key of C, but because he knew the chords in C, he'd be like, "Okay, well that's not the chord. Maybe this one." Mm-hmm. And like he'd sing it, and then like play that chord. Like, oh no, that's not it. Maybe this, and then oh yeah, that's it. And that's yeah. how you would figure it out. It's not like, uh, well, here's the you know here's the notes to that scale. So maybe it's this. Uh, maybe it's an alternate. Whatever. Maybe it's E seven in there. You know, you just like, oh, this yeah. works. This sounds good. <laughs> yeah, I think that's you know like uh, going back to the mm-hmm. question. Taro said like, oh, now we have YouTube videos, mm-hmm. and I kind of feel like that's where some people you know they come and the first thing they ask is like, mm-hmm. where's the tabs? Yeah. Where's, where's all this information? Yeah. But it, it is to be a better musician. And I understand some people don't want to get to the level of like mm-hmm. being able to play just what they hear or, mm-hmm. you know, play along with people. Yeah. But that it's it's so much fun. I don't <laughs> see why you wouldn't try and get to yeah. that. 
Well, if, if I don't learn it within the 30 second TikTok video, Kahai, I yeah, it's impossible. Yeah, not worth <laughs> it's it. not worth it. You know, I want to learn it within 30 seconds. I want to learn how to play ukulele, cook, and all these things. <laughs> teach, teach me, teach me campanella right now. Come on, break it down you for know? me. That's how I learned how to make eggplant parmesan in 30 <laughs> seconds or whatever. Right? Yeah, like, yeah, that's 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 just how technology just how, that's just how the generation is now Kai. like the, you yeah, know that is we're true. like we're dying we're a bunch of dinosaurs so you know and it's just us preaching you know in my day this is what we're, we used to do <laughs> we're the grandpa right like yeah, waving yeah. at the clouds like yeah ah. old man angry cloud that's what yeah. we are apparently yeah. you know we're just like ah these kids don't know how hard it is to hunt and peck and whatever <laughs> learn the uh <laughs> learn the jurassic park theme song <laughs> by yourself <laughs> <laughs> or, or my favorite, my personal favorite is <laughs> Oh man, as a, as, a, as a beginner ukulele player, those are like, oh yeah, what's the playing the Jaws theme? Like, oh man, Power Rangers, oh Jurassic Park, I learned all of it, I'm the, I'm the best, <laughs> best uke player in this elementary school. <laughs> yep. I don't know. I, I had that same experience too. Like as a kid, it's just so fun to like show yeah. your friends, right? Yeah. And and now you know, like we're it, you uh, you might play something, and then somebody would say, "Oh, that's not in the right key or whatever." Mm -hmm. But back then, it's just like, is it identifiable? Yeah. Like, <laughs> that's a song. You know, it could be I, a totally different key. But <laughs> back in high school, my, I had uh, I had a friend named Joel Mahuka. He didn't know anything. Uh, how to like you know how to like play proper ukulele I mean beyond you know like fourth grade chords or whatever but he did know how to play Song of Time from Legend of Zelda so everyone's like oh Dream can I see you <laughs> like he would, yeah. he would play that and like okay cool I'm good like as he would just play that one song and then And that's it. He's like, okay, good. I'm good. I'm good. Yeah. I'm like, yeah, you, you good? You got that? You scratch that itch? <laughs> can I can I keep playing TNC now and, and my uh, my Jurassic Park song? <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys, we gotta go. We're just we can keep way, talking way about over. this stuff. Yeah. Uh, Kahai, any other businesses we uh, we need to attend to before before we go? Uh, next week, hopefully, uh, another solo is coming up. Mm. Uh, yeah, and then. I guess uh, the song challenge is due next week. Yes. Uh, should we make it the song challenge for us is due next week, and then in two weeks that's mm -hmm. the deadline yeah, for yeah, everybody yeah, else. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. And if you know if if Joel comes on the twenty third, we'll we'll get them to do it on thirty. And if uh, if Joel comes on the thirtieth, we'll do it on twenty third. So just well, know, like just turn it in. <laughs> well, we can make the, the deadline for everybody the else. Twenty third. The twenty third. Yes. Right? The twenty third. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So we'll do that. Um, once again, yeah, we're gonna have Joe Souza on in uh, you know in a future episode in a near future sometime this month. So make sure to uh, ask. Uh, whatever questions that you guys want answered as far as uh, ukulele luthier or building or woods or uh, planting koa trees and stuff no, he knows all of that like all the details in building ukuleles really ask He's, this is a master luthier that we're about mm -hmm. to have you know so make sure you uh, you take advantage um, we have um, we have a, like Kahai said we have a new video hopefully coming out next um, next week we uh, we still have Hotel California if you guys haven't checked it out yet that's about a week old um, that features Kauai collabs uh, particularly 
um, Mr. Fingers, Mr. Daryl Raposo, one of you know one of my childhood heroes growing up. So make sure you check that out. It was a really cool duet between him and I. Uh, anything else, Kahai? Uh, can we quickly mention the giveaway? Oh yes, yes, yeah. I don't want to. I don't want to go away without mentioning the giveaway. So for those of you folks who are signed up for UU Plus in the month of September, you are automatically entered for a chance to win this beautiful soprano uh well soprano ukulele oh no concert concert mm -hmm. that's i'm just so stuck on that yeah we got k1 concert deluxe from kanile ukulele concert deluxe look at look at that prime prime uh curls on this beautiful instrument it's just like and some mm -hmm. angles you know like oh it's not curly at all and then bam <laughs> what it's an optical illusion ask joel about it <laughs> um so yeah if uh, if you're a, a uu plus member um at the end of september the month of september we're gonna take all those names who are active members and uh, at the end of september we'll put them all in in a, in a hat basically and we're just gonna pick a name and um yeah, one lucky person is going to win this beautiful concert ukulele. Yeah. Uh, no purchase necessary, so <clears throat> you don't have to like sign. I mean, you, you you should sign up because it's awesome. But uh, there's a two week free trial if you sign up for is that a monthly or a mm -hmm. yearly plan? Mon monthly. Situation. Yeah, so if monthly plan, uh, you get two weeks free. So if you uh, you know time your two weeks within that time period, and the thing is, once you're once you're in there, you're like, why 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 leave? This is this is awesome. I can get private lessons. I can watch the UU Plus solos that Kahai keeps talking about. We're like, oh, I hope it comes out. You know, Kai works good on that, works really hard on those. You should check those out. You want to learn how to play Campanella, like uh, the Pokemon song with Campanella, you can do that. If you want to learn beautiful Kauai, you want to learn some beautiful Hawaiian songs, like Bailele for your hair, that's all in there. Um, you know, we have Every Day by Buddy Holly. There's so much songs that is in uh, just in UU Plus, and Kahai works very, very, very hard for those. Um, we have <clears throat> tons and tons of content from Ukulele Underground University. We have um, improvement systems such as uh, practice sessions. We have Master Your Fretboard. We have um, uh, Solo Secrets Revealed. So much, so much stuff uh, in UU Plus. Make sure you check it out. Sign up because this month we're giving this away. Okay. Yeah. So I already gave you guys the details. Also, if, if you guys want to check out the uh, um, the in-depth details, you can always check in the description, right? <clears throat> uh, I don't know. Oh, the show notes. Do maybe. we have that ready yet? Um, mm -hmm. Yeah. Uh, yeah but yeah. if not, we'll put it in there when we do have it ready. Yeah. But then uh, I wanted to mention, because I think Glenn asked uh, uh, either last week or a couple weeks ago, what if you're already a U Plus member? And if you're already a U Plus member, you're already yeah, after. You're in there. As long as you're still a U Plus member by the end of September. Yeah, what if their subscription subs uh, expires in September 20th, Kai? Are they still entered to win? Uh, uh, I think we're win? just going to look at everybody who subscribed on the 30th of September. Okay, so and the 30th of September, if you're, a, uh, if you're a subscriber at that date, that's how your name gets in. Mm -hmm. Yeah, Active subscriber, yeah. <clears throat> so there it is. Soprano. K, oh, I keep saying Soprano. K1 Concert Deluxe. Deluxe. Not just K1. Not just K1 Concert. <laughs> K1 Concert Deluxe. Yeah. Oof. Beautiful. Beautiful, beautiful thing. Mother of Pearl K. Ebony. Ah, just gorgeous. All right. Comes with a case, too. 
so we're not just gonna send the ukulele in like a bubble wrap or whatever you know it's uh, it's gonna be in that be this beautiful hard case yeah mm, comes with that you know here's all the details if you guys want to see all the details on the uh, about the ukulele it's right there that tells you what it is it's k1 concert deluxe i mean like uh a case alone a hard case alone can be like what 50 to 100 yeah, bucks yeah so yeah, yeah. so even that yeah, the uke itself is over. It's like twelve hundred dollars or something. Yeah, like yes. it's valued at over twelve hundred dollars, fifteen hundred dollars. So it's 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 a nice price. <laughs> like it's a nice prize, not price prize. Nice prize. Make sure you sign up for UU Plus. Uh, tons of uh, tons of content. Even if you don't win the ukulele, you win tons of awesome content. You you're still the winner, right, guy? Yeah. Yeah. You can you can go and learn yourself a Campanella Pokemon song. But until then, we'll see you folks tomorrow for a little Friday Live Jam. Thank you so much for everyone who uh, who joined us last week for the open mic. If, if you want to join us on that or if you're like, what is an open mic? First Thursday of every month, we do an ukulele on the ground open mic. Make sure to uh, to subscribe or to follow us on Instagram. Subscribe to us on um, on YouTube and you get all the all the details and stuff. Okay, everything that we're up to. All right. So uh, we'll see you then. Aloha. Aloha.